gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dip. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Boulderjo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! Moshere. Moshere. She can't tell if I'm attracted or comfortable with this guy anymore. When you have a tight body, which is a result of a tight mind. Okay? So you might may well try to kiss her. And you thought the date was going great up until that point. But then all of a sudden, because when it came to the kiss, you got tight in the mind about it. Your physical execution gets tight. So the way that you went to say to her, hey, I need you to close your eyes for five seconds. Now that was very loose. I should have said it like this. Uh, can you just close your eyes? Just can you close your eyes five seconds? Can you please close your eyes? Really tight, really hesitant, not sure, not confident about it. Maybe she, for some reason, does just close her eyes. But then when you actually go to kiss her, when you actually go to put your, your index finger, like you go to cup her chin, right? To tip her chin up so that you could kiss her. If you've got a tight body, right? It's not going to feel right. It's gonna, you might be too abrupt with it. You might uh, jar it too much. You, you, you might be too timid about it. You might not even actually land your hands in the cup position. When you go to actually kiss her and press lips together, too much force, too little, like just being really rigid and stiff and weird about it, right? That's what happens, but it all started at the tight mind. You won't loosen the mind. How do we become loose in the mind? Close your programs down, right? Delete, force quit your programs of all the things that you're thinking. Now, of course, I know the next question. How, 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 how do you close these programs, Adam? How do I become present, Adam? Legitimate questions. Legitimate questions with very simple answers. I just need to get some water before we dive into this. That's the first cam down. That's the first boss bottle down. I've got to crack open another. How do you become present? How do you maintain 
your supply of energy to the field. That's it. In that little short space of three to five seconds there, where I just took a nice inhale and a nice exhale, nice deep breath right down to my belly, deep diaphragmatic breath, all my programs were shut down. My mind went blank. And because I'm so trained in executing that program, right now I'm dipping back into it. Like I'm losing myself right now. I have to re-engage my mind back into the thought process now because I'm instructing. But because of the practice throughout every day of my life, the practice of sit-down meditation for sure, but also practice of mindfulness and presence in everything that I do, this podcast itself very largely is a practice of that, that if I give myself an active reminder, an active execution of remaining present, just breathing, so you can say goodbye to me. You can say goodbye to me. That's what, that's what happens. That's what happens like when I was with Ali on uh, Saturday is that when we did a little meditation together because she's into that. But then afterwards, it's like, it's like we just need, we don't know words need to be said past that point. We can just look at each other and just exchange ourselves without even saying anything because that's our natural state. But make no mistake. I know if some of you go, but, like, oh, but the thoughts, Adam, the chatter, the thoughts, the chatter. Well, if, if, you, if your default state is chatter, is interference, then what that says to me is that you have not practiced enough. You have not got enough experience reps in executing simultaneously a close down of the programs and an opening of the only one needed. How much time, put this to you right here, how much time have you spent in not just with a girl, but on your own, it's both, but both, but think about it in both, but just time spent, how much time spent have you allotted? If you were to take an accumulation of your life, how much time spent, if you had two columns, column A, column B, column A, which is time spent in operating presence, just presence, just being tapped into the present moment, column A, column B, how much time have I spent in not that, aka interference, signal of thought, which if you want to engage in this world, is required for sure at certain times. If you want to have, if you want to operate in the world of the cities, as I refer to it as, you want to have an ego and be in this world, then yes, you're going to have to tap out of column A and you're going to have to enter column B quite regularly. But, but I just want you to think about this. How much time spent, if I'm 25 years old, I'm 27, but if you're a 25-year-old, how much time spent over the last 25 years have I allotted reference and experience in column A versus column B? Is it even close to equal? For most people, not even. For most people, most people are lucky if they enter a true moment of presence once a day. <coughs> maybe, maybe. And you know what that time of the day is? For most people, it's physical activity. When they finally get themselves to the gym, when they finally get themselves onto the basketball court, when they finally get themselves to go and play with their kids. Right? When they get themselves to do something very physical, that's most people's in 21st century, 2020, access to the operating mode of presence in which that no time, no self. Or as Kakashi had dropped nicely in, early in this chat, the Munen Muso, the no thought, no mind. Right? But 
But, so, no, 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 but. So to wrap that point, for those that feel that, but the chatter, Adam, the chatter's too much. <clears throat> I find it really hard to maintain my presence and to maintain my energy supply to the field. I just keep these, these LBs, these NPs, these EAs, keep interrupting the signal. And I'm like, well, that says to me is that you don't have enough practice closing those programs down and simultaneously operating the only one needed. The only one needed in that scenario, in an intimate moment with a partner. So, the what to do, the how to fix, you better get some reps. If you're telling me you got no reps in closing down the programs of your limiting beliefs, negative self-perceptions, and egoic attachments, and simultaneously operating the only, maintaining the operation of just presence mode, just field of presence, well, you better get some reps. You better get some experience. Where's a great place to start? Your bedroom. It's a great place to start, though. It's not a great place to finish. It's a great place to start, but you can't finish there. Why? Because we must learn ourselves in relation to others. It's all well and good to learn yourself in relation to yourself, but that doesn't mean much for when you get in front of someone else. You've got to be able to be able to practice these principles as I experienced underneath that tree on Saturday with Valley. It's like, I can, I'm very good. I'm very good at being in my bedroom, being out there with the knives and I sharpen them in the morning when I'm there with my tea, with my matcha, when I'm out there on the grass just breathing, doing some Tai Chi, I'm very good at executing what I've just given to you guys. Close down the programs, open up only presence. Open up presence. I'm very good at that. But I am equally as good at being able to do that process in front of someone else. It's like you need both though. You need both. And it definitely starts with yourself. So if you're the type of person thinking, well, I can't even be present with myself. Well, you need to start there for sure. But don't let it end there. Don't let it think that that's the all end, be all end all. Now, the be all end all is when you can do that for you and someone else. Because then you're giving. Then you're giving them, you're going to give them the very best of you, the very truth of you, the very love, peace, and joy of you. And you're going to allow for the connection, the signals, Jerry. Jerry, it's the fucking signals we've been talking about this entire time, in which that there is no block, in which that it is just one. This is the ideal. I've messed up these diagrams, so I'm going to draw it up for you right here in the ideal. One that's not messed. We need one that's not messed up. So here you go. <clears throat> Masculine. Field. Feminine. Field goes up. Supplied by. Presence. When this can all come to be. And your ability, which is what we're talking about right here, which is that I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to do it because I want this page to look clean. But no X's. There's no interference in your connection that is supplying the energy to this field, which is what, guys? Presence. Which means signals, attraction, comfort. Now, that's what we're focusing on this podcast, but there are many other signals, aren't there? What are they? Trust, respect, empathy. All of those signals. We're focused on attraction and comfort today for the, for the purposes of sexual intimacy. But later on down the track, you want to talk about uh, relationships. You want to talk about uh, much deeper things. Well, then you're going to have to chuck in trust. You're going to have to chuck in empathy. And it all applies here. And that also, just making sure that I've only finished off the, bo- the top side, but then the bottom side as well. Reciprocal loop. Reciprocal loop. It requires both. Requires both. This is the field of presence and that when untampered with, when untampered with 
This is what we should all be looking for. And you can only, it's so important to be able to do this. Look at how it's not just M on his own. It's M in relation to F. It's mass human being. It's you related to F. It's you relation to the person in front of you. So please, please cultivate and please uh, construct a life in which that you at least have an equal balance of time spent in operating in presence only, no other programs opened, and also time spent in, yes, logical thought processing, having to plan for the quote-unquote future, etc., engaging in the world of the cities with your ego, which is a lot of the thought processing, right? But at least make it equal. It would be, if, there were, if you guys asked me, Adam, what's, what, if you were going to run a course to teach high school kids, what would be the number one thing you would teach them? It would be the very crux of this. It'd be the very crux of this in which that teach them to construct lives in which that their time spent in pure presence is at least equal to their time spent in thought process. If you, from the age of, let's say, seven years old, from like year one or year two, when really logical thought processing starts to get taught, if there was just from that age, from seven years old, seven years old, if if your teachers had just, and your parents, teachers and parents, society as a whole, had put just as much emphasis on your ability to stay present. So look at it. When you're seven years old, well, you, you go to school from, from 8.50 a.m. in the morning in Australia, from 8.50 a.m. into 3.20 p.m., right? That was the school hours, right? That's basically most of your day. That's pretty much all day, okay? You're going to spend most of your time there, but it's all pretty much logical thought processing. And then when you get home, there's this thing called homework in which that the logical thought processing continues. So then it's not just like the time spent in the building that you're now focused in column B of just thought process, thought process, thought process, program, so many programs open, math program, log- uh, psychology program open, legal program open, uh, planning my finances program open, right? all these different things, all these programs opened. But then you get home and they open up even more. Pro- they don't even allow you to close those programs down. So when does, when does a child in development ever get real educational time spent in just close it all down and just be present? Well, physical activity is pretty much the only one. But there's not a conscious focus on it, is it? They don't, they don't say that the reason why you should be focusing on physical activity is because it allows you to shut down all of the unnecessary thought processes and just focus on the present moment. No, they just say just go out and get some fresh air. Or, you know, just move around, which is good, which is good stuff. But I think the focus, if I was to teach a course uh, for kids, is that equal time spent, equal time spent. Because then when you become a 20-year-old, when that seven-year-old becomes 21-year-old, becomes 25-year-old, and is there sitting in front of the lotus pond under the giant tree, sun is shining with a beautifully attractive woman in front of him, he has years and years of reference point experience of what it means to close down all the programs and just operate on one presence. But it's very hard to do that. And I acknowledge that for those of you that, uh, that are feeling like your default mode, if your default mode that you've been schooled on all your life is open up as many programs as you can and stay engaged in the machine of conscious thought processing all day long and all night long for some of you, if, that, if that's the 
If that's what you know and that's what you've been taught, I can imagine how difficult it would be to be in front of a woman you're attracted to and to just do what I did before. You can't not smile. And for those on the podcast, as I just started breathing then and I just, I closed down all the programs in my mind and I just, I can't not smile. This is the most organic smile. I felt absolute joy lighting up with my being. Why? Because I closed down all the programs. All the programs closed down. Only one was open, just the present moment, which isn't even my program. I just closed myself down and just accessed what was already available to me. And when you have that, you can't not smile. You can't not respond and not react. You can't not communicate attraction and comfort. The signal, the signal, the fidelity, which is the second point I was going to talk about. It's a great segue. Signal fidelity is what we are talking about here, my friends. For those of you that don't know what fidelity means, it means the accuracy or the, uh, the accuracy of something. Uh, the ability, the effectiveness of which that is being able to be understood. That is the fidelity. I'm not talking about <laughs> the fidelity of uh, not being faithful to someone. I'm talking about signal fidelity. Your ability to have high-level signal fidelity, which means the, under- the ability for someone to understand who you are, right? The, your attractive qualities. You can be the most attractive guy in the world. I've had so many clients that I've coached one-on-one in bootcamp that, oh, yes, and now it comes up. Now it comes up, which is the, I mentioned before, why is it that when I'm coaching a boot camp with a client, why is it that approaches of 40 to 50 are the oftentimes where the absolute magic happens and not, not 10 to 20, not interactions 0 to 10, 1 to 10, or 1 to 20? Now, obvious answers might come to mind of like, oh, well, it's just not as nervous anymore. Just not as anxious anymore. Correct? Correct. But there's something more that's happening. The fidelity of his signal is increasing. As he learns to go through every interaction on a, on a typical day in one of my day game boot camps, a client is going to meet 40 to, 50, 40 to 50 girls, sometimes more depending on the city. But minimum 50, minimum around them 50, slightly less on day two. But on day one, we definitely benchmark around 50 interactions. Some of you have never even done 50 interactions in your life, let alone one day. But this is how I, this is how I, I was always real world for me, always deep in the experience. So as he goes through his experiences and he does, yes, overcome his anxieties, his nerves, and he starts to become more comfortable, exposure therapy, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, very good, Jeffrey. But what's happening is that alongside all of this, He's getting real reference in real world, real time, practice of closing programs down. Whatever limiting beliefs, whatever negative self-perceptions or egoic attachments he just came in with to this experience, they're all closing down. And maybe he goes through interactions one to 20, and maybe he can close down one of those programs. That's a win. Maybe towards interactions 30, 35, He's getting a couple more closed down and maybe there's only just one operating. But then typically around interactions 40 to 50, sometimes it is interaction 50 itself. Sometimes it's 49. Sometimes what I'm saying there is the very last interaction of the day. You've been out for eight hours just slamming it, just interaction after interaction, coming back, feedback, reapply, just boom, boom, boom. 
And finally, it's so it's happened so many times at boot camp, whether it be in fucking Melbourne, it be in Union Square in New York, it be in Oxford, uh, Oxford uh, Station in London, or wherever it's the fucking Yongate Dundas Square in Canada. It's sometimes the fiftieth, the very last interaction is the best, where you think it would be the worst, based on environmental things, based on his energy levels, based on his mind explosion of having to absorb so much new information. But why is it that it's interaction 50, the last one, that often happens to be the actual first ever instant date for him or happens to be the first sexually polarized instant date for him or happens to be the very best connection he had that day? It's not just because he happened to meet a girl whose 50 was on. That's always there. That's a given. It had to be there. Whether it's interaction one or number 30 or 50, her 50 has to be there. So it's not just not to do with her. You can't just chalk it up to saying that, oh, it's, it's because it was her. It's because he just happened to meet that type of girl. It's like, no, 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 it's got nothing to do with that. Like we, her 50 would have to be there anyway. What it was, was the fidelity of his signal had been so sharp in which that, and what is, by the way, guys, what is signal fidelity predicated on? Interference. How can you get a clean signal if you're being interfered with? How can she understand? Am I actually attracted to this guy? Am I comfortable with this guy to go on an instant date? If he's got so many programs running in his mind of, oh, what do I do now? Do I, do I, am I supposed to be in qualification right now? Am I supposed to be investment right now? Do I save this to her? Should I move her to the side? Should I go on the instant date? Should, should I kiss her? So that's, and all of that stuff is stuff that all beginners need to learn and will at some stage have to go through. But that's interactions one through to 40. That's, that's all being getting in, reps in. But then it was often in those last few where he finally tapped into what I tapped into before where I started smiling, which is that close down all the programs, just be there with her. And then, but only because certain reps had been conditioned to him within the day that he just unconsciously knew, yeah, okay, listen, we're kind of in the way, let's move aside. I listen, you got five minutes, let's go for a quick while, we'll go for some coffee. And all of a sudden, it looks like a guy who's never been on instant day in his life is now operating and executing it like he's been doing it all of his life. Now that's all going to go away tomorrow. That's all going to go away tomorrow because he's going to get reset. This is just the beauty of what happens on a boot camp when you get that much experience in such a short amount of time. But it's all going to go away the next day. But he did get to experience for a very short period of time what it meant to convey an extremely high fidelity signal. Because, because programs were closed. Because interference was obsolete, was because the only thing present was presence. He was just able to be there with her. And so she can make a clean decision just for those in the back row who aren't focusing very well. So what are you saying, Adam, that presence is what makes a woman attracted or comfortable? No. If that's what you got from this, you completely fucked it, right? You fucked it. It is not the, the ability to be present is not what makes her attracted or comfortable. It's what allows her to become comfortable or attracted. It's not the presence itself. Look, that's why the diagram's here. And for some of you, I think some of you said that you couldn't see it before. Here, look at the diagram. It is not presence. I know that the, the light, yeah, there you go. It's not the presence that is being communicated in this field, is it? I have drawn presence below the field. This is the energy source. Presence is what fuels the ability, let me get that corrected, for a field 
to be erected. It is what is communicated within that field. You see those dotted lines? See those dotted lines? It is what is communicated between that. Intent, eye contact, vocal projection, body language, vibe, all of these things, those, the combination of those things, that is what allows a woman to become, uh, that is what makes her attracted or comfortable. When she can feel your masculine intent, when she can see the clarity in your eyes, when she can see that your eyes are rock solid, when they don't dart side to side because of insecurities going on in your mind, when she can feel the groundedness of your voice that that you can pause, you can take silence, you've got pacing, you can sit into yourself, you're not so reactive, you're just responding, you're doing what I'm doing with my body right now, we'll get to body now, when you can become octopus jelly mode. And that you're loose with the body now. That is made, that gives her and makes her attracted to and will allow for attraction to be born and the comfort, which then can come from that. And then, of course, the vibe overall, which is just that. Is this guy just a good, a fucking sexy guy? Is this guy sexy? Is this girl a sexy girl, right? The vibe of things, the intangible, the, the spiritual connection between you two. But that is where, that is what attraction and comfort is predicated on as a signal. That is the signal being communicated back and forward, but is not what allows for the space and the environment for those signals to be communicated. What allows for those two things is presence. So please, please do not get confused with that. I cannot say it more clearly. Just because you become a master of tapping into the present moment does not mean you can now slide on the social dynamic repping of learning what it means to be attractive and to be able to produce comfort. If you don't know what it means to be able to convey direct intent, strong eyes, strong vocals, strong body, and strong vibe, well, then you can be pre- you can be you can be the most present of present, and she'll fucking loves hanging out with you. She'll love spending time with you, but she will not want to get sexually intimate with you. Hmm. Okay, you can just. In this diagram, just imagine the dotted lines aren't there and it's just a field with presence between you and the masculine and feminine and that's all it will be. If you haven't learned though to communicate those signals, well, you've got some work to do. You've got some work to do. But make no mistake, there is an order to it all. There is an order to it all, which is that, uh, what, what good is it? What good is it if you spend hours and hours drilling social dynamics and learning to convey direct intents and have strong eyes and strong vocals and awesome body language and just a sexy vibe. What good is it if you can't even maintain a field of presence in which that said signals could be communicated? So for all of those guys that go to YouTube saying, how to get her attracted to me, how to get attracted to me, right? And he goes in, he watches this video from this guru who goes, the five things to do to make her get attracted, to get her in your bed. Say this, do this. And he goes, okay, I'll do them. Fuck. And he goes out and he tries. Well, he goes, okay, well, the guy on the YouTube said, the guy on YouTube said to stare into her eyes. So I do it. And then she doesn't receive it. And she goes, why are you looking at me so weird? What? what are you looking at? I think, but, but the YouTube, right? No, not the YouTube. 
Shut the fuck up, Jerry. It's not the YouTube. Jeffrey, the YouTube is not for you. What you've missed entirely is that you weren't present to begin with. So while the guru's idea of having strong eye contact was great, right? He didn't first school you on the presence, on the ability to just shut down Jeffrey and to just be present. So yeah, for those of you that are, sorry, I get really passionate about these uh, Jeffreys and these gurus. For those of you that think that it's that it's all tactics, it's not. It's not all tactics. It's it's the tactics are super important. They are. But what's 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 the good? What's the good if you don't even have a field in which that they can be communicated? That's it. All right. Okay. There's one more point we're gonna talk on, which is the freedom effect. And then we'll wrap this up and go into open QA. So let me dive into the chat with some of you guys here. Feeling good about this. This is a good session. It's a good fucking session. So if you guys are enjoying this session, by the way, hit the thumbs up. You know, I was saying this to myself the other day, guys. I'm going to just show you with the chat just while I scroll up here. But if you are enjoying this content, just support the channel. Subscribe as well if you haven't already. Be a shame if you haven't. Uh, I was saying this to myself the other day. I'm like, I really want to join in on a social Q&A. Why can't I get in on a social Q&A? It's like, I really want to, I want to be in the class. Like I want to, just for once, I would like to be in a social Q&A in which that I can respond to the questions, in which that I could drop super chats, in which that I could talk back and forward with the other class students, the other class members. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if I could get some of the World Bowl members one day to be high level enough to run the social Q&A just once for me just so I could be in it. And I, would, I wouldn't put my name. I would, I would just put, use like a fake alias so they don't know. And, uh, and, just, and just be like a, be a kid again. Be, be, a, be a student, if you would say, again, instead of having to be the teacher. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I fucking love being the teacher. But some of these social Q&As have been so good lately in the way you guys interact with each other and the way that you interact with me in terms of the feedback you give in the chat and your comments and the super chats. It's just like, I would really love to be in a social Q&A. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so let's get back up in here. All right, I'm going to need to take a piss soon, by the way, guys. These longer sessions is going to happen, especially when you're downing twin cam bottles of Voss water. Uh, actually, let's, let's do that then because now that I've said it, now my bladder's getting the signal. It signals, Jerry. So, guys, please take a short moment. I need to take a fat piss with a pH. Hopefully, my pH is well-balanced as well. <laughs> and uh, I'll be back in literally just a momento. Uh, have a breath yourself. Get some water yourself. Take a piss yourself. I'll be back. Chill out. We're back in the game. We're back up in this. Hope you guys have taken a moment to reset yourselves. All right, what are we doing here? Oh, let's go. 
What are we up to here? I was going to read your chats. Here we go. And then we've got the final section before we hit open Q&A, which is freedom effect. I want to talk to you guys about the freedom effect, which is going to be a really useful tip for you when you're going on a date. It's uh, really important, really important. So, but before we do that, let me just go back on the chats. Jose was the next person who came in saying, I missed the first part, but you are mentioning that isolation should have investment, no more qualification. Oh, that was way back. Uh, Sean Jackson saying, hello, looking to knock this second day out of the park. Any advice? Uh, so Sean, when we get to open Q&A, if you want to drop that question again, just drop it in open Q&A, but be more specific. Um, when you say knock it out of the park, it's like this entire podcast, my entire, this entire podcast. Um, so if you're talking second date, what I would refer to, actually, Sean, I'll be even more helpful for you. You don't even have to redrop it. I have an entire podcast dedicated to the second date, which is called, which is what I refer to as a day three. It's called the full guide to day threes. That podcast has already been made for you. So let's go check that out. That'd be really useful for you, actually. Sometimes I even revisit some of those really in-depth date podcasts. There's some gold in there. Some real gold in there. Uh, Johnny coming and saying, oh, Johnny coming and saying, to at Sean, there are three other podcasts on day twos. Definitely check them out. Uh, yeah, Sean, just go back to the full guide to day threes. That's there for you. Uh, okay. Johnny, Johnny then dropped a super chat, a $2 super chat, saying we need a song about the random access memory. The RAM. Listen, I don't know about the uh I don't know about the random access memory. All I know is that there are some modems in this house. <laughs> There's some modems in this house. Uh Sean Jackson saying very true. Wow, I feel like he knows me. And that's exactly my thought process. I'm trying to overcome. I have some work to do before the next date. Lol. Truth. Uh, Musky saying column A, 5%. Column B, 95% besides sleep. Yeah, that's most people. Hey. Uh, Sean Jackson, I don't know. Kakashi, completely out of balance for me. Jenny, you need to clear the RAM to connect to that WAP. It's well said, actually. It's true. You do need to clear that RAM in order to connect to the, to connect to the wireless access point. Uh, okay, RAM. What could you what could you rephrase RAM as? Uh Real, I don't know. It's gonna get me distracted. Maybe if some of you guys can come off of what RAM could mean. Uh, Kakashi saying, sitting in a cave and knowing who you are is very easy, as you mentioned before. In a nightclub, it's a whole different story. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's very. You need to know yourself in relation to yourself, but you need to know yourself in relation to others if you wish to have successful interactions with others. It's actually why it's really hard to connect with monks. That's why guys or people that. I uh, go really hard on the on the new age. The guys that go really hard on the on the stoic meditative life, it's actually really hard to just have a chat with them because they spend no time having chats with people. It's actually a really key point. And how do you think that goes to their sexual lives as well? Well, if they're true monks, they should be celibate. But actually, I was with a girl the other night. I was with a girl the other night and she was saying one of her ex-boyfriends was a quote-unquote monk, yet they were sleeping together. So he wasn't a monk. But he, you know, he liked to call himself a monk and make people think that he was a monk. But he was, he was getting his dick wet on the side. You know, these monks, man, fucking reminds me of that, of the tiger sanctuary in Thailand. That I've, I've put the, I put the documentary in the documentaries of wisdom on boldoja.com. It's a tiger documentary. I can't remember the name of it. In which that the monks were found to have been killing the tiger cubs, freezing them, and selling their body parts on the black market. 
and you th- you thought they were these like humble monks with the tigers in Thailand, but actually they were just rubbish, rubbish people. Oh, you always you always be questionable about those about monks. I right? never just take them at face value. Not to say that I don't like monks, just just do your research, right? Uh, okay, who who needs to? Nice, Max says, move it closer, the light is binding the paper. Yeah, sorry about that before, guys. Sean Jack's saying we can't see it. <laughs> Vasily's saying, sorry about that, guys. I, I fixed it up afterwards. It's because the light's been really fucking weird in here. I wish I could... Oh, no. Yeah, never mind. Musky's saying, trying to hit that WAP, aka wireless access point, it's already wet. You definitely do not want a wet wireless access point. That could cause some issues. Uh, we just started digging about two minutes into the set, popping with the presence offloading ram oh i think he's trying to make a rap offloading ram setup day two about to bring a damn okay i think you i would have to okay you just, you're on a totally different wavelength to me right now <laughs> i'll say that right now johnny coming in saying for the later q a i was actually sitting with dark thoughts to see how well i could accept the loss and death of myself family and loved ones i have trouble accepting the pain and being okay it's a great question for later on in open q a jay if I somehow miss it, just remind me. But I should, that's a pretty powerful question. So I should be able to remember that. Uh, he then goes and say, in that moment, he shuts down many programs. Okay, we'll get to that later. That's interesting. Musk is saying, Satori moment, similar to how Eckhart Tolle describes certain circumstances. Hmm. Johnny then comes and saying, I'm pretty sure I'm not a psychopath. Haha, <laughs> but I most likely acknowledged something light within the dark situation to trigger said laughter. What? I'm pretty sure I'm not a psychopath. I hope you're not. Uh, but I most likely acknowledge something light within the dark situation to trigger said laughter. Okay, you might have to elaborate on me with that because I'm not sure what you mean by that, Joe. But if that's real, if that's related to your death thing, just bring it up later. Um, laughing is great. Nice to laugh and not understanding magician's strength. Okay, you shut down all your programs. Unless you're laughing at yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, okay. Sean said you shut down all your programs and you're laughed and you're left laughing at yourself. Nothing wrong with that. I only understand half of what he's talking about. <laughs> Sean says I understand half of what he's talking about. I only understand half of what you guys are talking about. Distract on saying my man's going in right now. Okay. Sexual escalation, group zoom call. Okay, I have a lot of work to do. Okay, Sean's saying that I have a lot of work to do and videos to watch. I'm going to dive into your podcast. I appreciate the effort. Listen, Sean, there's only two podcasts you need to watch. Number one is the full guide to going out solo either in the day or night. That is all the only podcast anyone needs to watch about tax, tactical execution of starting their social dynamics journey. It's, it's pivotal, absolutely pivotal. I give you the full plan of how to go out solo so no one can go out and can be here saying, I just don't know how to go out. No, I've, I've done a whole podcast on it. There's that one. And the other one you need to watch specifically for you, Sean, is the full guide to day threes. Those two podcasts, that's it. That's all you need to watch and then go and practice. Go and execute. Don't watch anymore. Okay. Uh, Johnny says we could probably put something together, Adam. Let's fulfill that wish. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, Yong saying never could make it live, but this is fun. Yeah, that's what I thought, Yong. I thought I'd never seen you in the live, but great to see you here. Uh, Musky says, listen, close. How do you know if your pH is balanced? I didn't even know. <laughs> Distraco says, how do you know if your pH is balanced? I didn't even know people had pH. Yeah, so Distraco, pH refers to your acidity level. So if you're really far off in certain directions, like if your piss is bright, 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 dark green, yellow, you're probably extremely acidic, right? 
And so you've got acidity on one level and alkaline on the other level. That's why you see all these gimmicky alkaline waters, et cetera, that promise to rebalance you into alkaline as if you need to be more alkaline than acidic. No, it's a, it's a balance. The body tries to achieve a homostasis between acidity and alkalinity in the middle. Anyways, anyways, let's move on past that. Uh, Jose has come in with a story saying, hey, I've got some story for you. It's been a long time, about a day. I'm going to, okay, hang on. Is it, if it's not relevant to right now, because we've still got one more section on this podcast and then I'm going to get to open Q&A. So Jose, if this is a question for open q and I'll address it later. Okay, Jose, so it seems that your question has got something to do with something completely different to what I'm about to talk about. So if that's an open question, I'll get an open Q&A. Uh, thank you very much, though. I'll get back to it later. So we'll move on to that. So let's move on to section three here. This is, this is when you know today's an absolute podcast. Not only do I ever never have notes, but normally do I ever tick off certain sections. Or diagrams. You came fucking ready today. fucking ready. So here's the final section of how to stimulate attraction and comfort. Which, this might not take too long. I say that now. But it, it, this should be pretty well understood. I might try and quiz you guys to see how well you understand it. Because for me, it's absolute butter. Uh, it's absolute coconut butter. So, freedom effect. When you free yourself, you free others. Please study this carefully. Please study this, particularly on a date with a woman. Play it back in your mind. When I free myself... I free others. I.e., when I allow myself to be free, I give others to permission to do so. On the same token, if I am not free, others cannot be free. Strongest frame wins. If I am so restricted, so limited in my ability to be, in my ability to Receive shuts off the other. That's all we're talking about here. Let me just sorry, other rose has gone a lot darker as well. It's actually not too dark for you guys. It's just dark in here for me. The recreation's not bad. Okay. Freedom effect. I like to f- finish certain topics. With a real tact, I mean, with my clients, I always finish tactically, which I guess is why I'm doing it with you guys. I'm just seeing you guys as just a more broader version of a session with one particular client, which is that we always finish on tactics. We always finish on something that you can literally go out and apply or a way of measuring, a way of yardsticking your ability to be able to implement everything we've talked about in this podcast. Because we talked about some very high level shit here. We talked about some shit that required diagrams. So... What's one way that you guys can go and apply this out in your real world date? Say you got a date tonight, got a date tomorrow, going out on date this week. How will I know that, okay, I've been through this with the field. I've been through this with understanding that presence is the key ability to balance masculine and feminine energy. I understand that I need that. I need that presence to be able to erect and to give birth to the field that would allow for the communication of signals of attraction and comfort. Get all that. Okay, that's great. But what for the actual moment, especially when Adam went to talk on about the things such as signal fidelity and being able to spend as much time as possible in presence and getting off of my programs that intercept and interfere with that signal. 
that's going to be a work in progress. That's not going to be stuff. And that's going to be your whip, right? That's going to be a work in progress. That's going to take time for you to be able to refine. It's not going to happen in a day or a night. If you could even take like 10% of the things I've already talked about and apply in your next day, you'd, oh, so that would be amazing, right? It's going to be a long process, long journey, depending how far you're gone. Some of you might, for anyone, it's going to be a journey if you've never understood this stuff before. However, there is one thing that you can do in your next day, and this is going to be a nice little lollipop at the end, which is freedom effect. Free myself and watch what happens to the other. It will be predicated on your ability to be present, which is why this has come at the end, but it's a real, it's a really nice way of just getting confirmation that I'm actually doing it right, that I'm actually doing it well. And I'm going to have to paint this with a story. It's with a girl. It's with a girl. We're on a day two. We're in isolation. I'm not going to mention the girl. I'm not going to mention the environment because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to single her out. As in like, I know you guys don't know her, but I don't want her, if she's watching this, to feel like, uh, shit, she's talking about me. So, because this could, I've been, this has happened several times. Girls will do this. Crash, crash themselves. I can't get a win with a lie today. <laughs> so with this girl, we're in isolation day two. Uh, let's just say we're we're in a. What's going on, guys? What's fucking going on? <laughs> For those of the podcast, you know why it's funny. It's because it's like the sun comes out one minute, and then all of a sudden it just looks like I'm in fucking uh, the the on the. I swear, I swear, that's the last time I'll play with it. It's just that I, you guys actually need to be able to see what's happening. <laughs> so I'm with this girl in this day in isolation. Let's just say we're in a garden somewhere. Okay. And uh, not going to mention the city. And, oh, no, but she'll know. She'll know. All right. She'll, she'll, yeah. But she, yeah. There's no way of me being able to paint this story without a noise. It's too specific. Okay, so whatever. We just may as well just go the full balls. So we're, we're there. We're there in this garden. We're having a great time in isolation. It's fantastic. And she points out, oh, probably fifty meters away, on this bench. There's there's these three people sitting on this bench, and they all start getting their lunch out and they start eating their lunch. And she thinks this is adorable. She thinks this is really cute. And I'm like. This is actually, I find that cute about her, that she finds small shit like that really cute. And she goes, look, and she's like, no, look at them. They're all eating their lunch together. And I'm like, I'm laughing, but it's, it's cute that she thinks it's cute. I, don't, I can't see why it's cute at all. Like, they're just three people eating their lunch. They're just fulfilling a necessary bodily requirement. But she, for some reason, thinks this is cute. So, so anyways, I'm like, so anyways, we, we break down why this is cute. We have some good bets and back and forth on this. A lot of attraction being communicated between the two of us. And and so anyways, at the end of it though, after we've done laughing about it, I say to her, now listen, you know what you have to do now, right? And she's like, what? I'm like, you're going to have to go over there and tell them. And she's like, what? Why? I'm like, well, you can't very well sit here and admire them for their three people sitting there eating their lunch together and just just not give them that. Like you can't you can't just take from them you have to go give them something back now right and she's like no she's like listen i would be interrupting their moment adam 
I would be interrupting the beauty of them eating their lunch. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Listen, they've had their time. They've been fucking munching. They've experienced their moment. Now it's time to add. Now we can add to this experience. So you're going to have to go over there. Listen, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. And we're going to go over there and tell them that exactly that, that we think they're really cute for eating their lunch together. Now, guys, for those of you that have seen the full guide to day threes, no, no, secret, or it might be, no, 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 the, full, the Secret to Amazing Dates podcast. What am I doing here? There's a principle in that podcast that I'm doing with this girl. For those that have seen the Secret to Amazing Dates podcast, which is the most advanced of all of them. So if you're a beginner, that's not for you yet. And this is a very advanced thing I'm talking about right here, which I don't expect beginners to do, which is that <clears throat> the bubble, all right? We create a team together and that most importantly, we engage with the world around us when we're on a date. We don't just stay within us. We create an us and then use us to engage with the world, get us in that team mindset. So, so I say to her, so you got to go over there and tell them, listen, I'll come with you. But this is also a thing in my mind, which is that I'll do with every single girl on every date I ever go on, which is that I want to see her engage with other people. And that's a really good way. Remember, learn about ourselves in relation to others. Once I've got a good read on how she interacts with me, that's great. I need to see how she interacts with other people and vice versa. She needs to see me interact with other people. So when we go get the coffee, when we go get the tea, uh, I don't just stay in my little bubble with her. No, I fucking light it up. I light it up with Jack who's selling me a $5.50 pump bottle. And listen, when I walk into the fucking read ebook, when I walk into the bookstore to get my bottle of water, and I'm like, listen, man, uh, do you guys sell water here? And she's with me. And he's like, yeah, we got water. Which one would you like? And I'm like, oh, listen, I don't, listen, what do you, what do you like? What do you recommend? <laughs> he starts laughing. She starts laughing. He's like, well, this is what you got. You got this, you got the pump bottle. You got the big 550 mil pump bottle. Or you got the smaller 300 mil Mount Franklin. He's like, and I'm like, but what do you like? And he's like, well, the pump bottle's bigger but the Mount Franklin is more portable. So I go with the portability. <laughs> and I'm like, but you say that, but there's more water in the pump bottle. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, well, listen, I'm, I'll go with that there because I, I'm, we're going to be here for a while. Like, don't worry about portability. Portability is not an issue here. And so we're just like, anyway, so that's, a, that's, a, that's in like the first 10 minutes of our date together in which that I'm, she's getting to see me interact with another person. Key. But key for someone in an advanced stage, not key if you're a beginner. There are, I wouldn't mention that. I didn't mention that. I didn't instruct that in the full guide to day twos because that's for beginners. That's in the secret to amazing dates, which is for advanced. So, so anyways, we then go down. We go, we down, we down. So that, and that's a side tangent. We're back. Get back to the grass. I'm saying to this girl, now I need to see you in relation to others. I'm not actually saying that to her, but that's essentially what I'm communicating. It's like, hey, let's. I want to see you go up and interact with others. I want to see if you can walk your talk. You've been communicating to me enough at this stage that you seem pretty confident. You seem pretty cool. But how cool? How confident? For me, a woman that meets my standard of, of cool and confident is that she should have no issues with going up to a random stranger. At, at the bare minimum, with me. I, I'll give a girl a pass. Mimi, shout out to Mimi. <laughs> Mimi, I give you a pass like I gave you that night. I gave you a pass because uh, you weren't quite confident enough to do it on your own, but you would do it with me. 
right? And you didn't rely on me when I was in the interaction. I was just physically there, but you, I didn't say shit. So I'll give a girl a pass on that. But she has to be able to be willing to do it, okay? Uh, high level high level is when a girl will just go, fuck yeah, let's go, I'm gonna do it. All right, she just goes and do, does goes and uh, does the damn thing. That'll, that's a that's probably one of the most attractive things a girl's can do for me. Uh, anyways, moving beyond that. So it's just a test for me. It's just for me to see where she at. Let's get a real read here. But she won't do it. She goes, listen, I'm just not at that place of wanting to go up to random strangers. And, you know, she's very spiritually minded. She's all about her own self-development, self-journey, etc. She's been telling me about all this stuff. But she's just not ready to go up to random strangers. And so I say to her, listen, that's okay. Like, I don't judge a girl for that. That's just where she is. I don't get disappointed. I don't get pouty about it. I don't get, I don't, I don't get, uh, I don't try to make her feel bad about it. I just go, well, I get that you can't do this, but you know that I have to. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And I'm like, so I start getting up and she's like, oh shit, you're actually going to do it. I'm like, yeah, of course I am. And so listen, guys, this is the way I live. If we've just had this awesome discussion moment around these three people, these three random people, I'm not, not going to go over there and tell them about it. Right, that's just you got to give that love. So, regardless, she she said she's not willing to go and to be free enough. Keyword there to go and approach these random strangers, if not on her own, at least with me. She wasn't even willing to do it with me. Fine, that's fine. Okay, that just tells me where she's at. Fine, but I have to go do it. So, because for me, like I need to satisfy my own curiosity. So, and of course, it demonstrates a lot of things I'm about to talk about. So I go, I march my way up over there. Now, remember, guys, this in this garden, it's just me and her. And there's like no one else but these other three people. And it's like a long 50-meter march to them. So they know exactly. Like from the moment I get up, they know I'm coming over them. It's brilliant. And so I walk up to them. And I say, listen, guys, I know this is fucking random. I was sitting over there with this girl. And she thought you were really cute for eating your lunch together. Listen, I don't really get it. But I want to come over here and just see what's up. My name's Adam. I shake their hands. It's a boyfriend and a girlfriend with her girlfriend's mother. And, uh, they, you know, they were from overseas or something. They were from some other country. Mayordia. Mayordia was her name, something like that. And anyways, the guy's from Melbourne. His family stuck in Melbourne and we're going through the COVID situation. And I, I, get, all, I get all their life stories, their backstories, and I shake their hands. We have a good interaction. I say, listen, guys, I know it's fucking random, but I wish you a great life. Wish you a great life. And they're all, the, the, the boyfriend was like, he was in absolute fish mode. He just didn't know how to respond. But his girlfriend and her mother were fucking loving it. And uh, so that was great. So I walked back to to this girl. And this is where the lesson comes in. I said, I start this lesson with a story. Now, now, it should be pretty straightforward at this point. But for those of you in the chat, do you think she became... More or less free after seeing that demonstration of freeness. After seeing that demonstration of freedom, do you think she became more or less free? Do you think she became more open to the possibilities of doing some more, uh, maybe d- uncomfortable things, being a little bit more uh, engaged in the environment around her, not caring about what other people think as a result of seeing me do that? Or do you think she became less free, actually shut down? as a result of seeing that freedom and maybe self-interpreted that, oh shit, I'm, I'm, I'm not who I thought I was or I'm, I'm, not, I'm not nearly as free as this guy, so I just should just fucking give up altogether. Where do you, what do you think she did? Okay? This is the lesson, what I call the freedom effect. 
Very interesting. What do you think happened? Let's go into this chat. So I noticed a lot of you guys have been... Uh... Okay. So Jay had been talking... Okay, that's... Jay had said something in Mexican. I think it was Spanish, didn't Jose? Skid come in saying, does this freedom affect... Oh, Skid's still in the chat. <laughs> Good to see you, Skid. Uh, does this freedom affect have anything to do with the strongest frame wins? Surely, he says, surely. Does this freedom effect have anything to do with the strongest frame wins? It could, Ski, if you were kind enough to elaborate on what you think it has something to do with the strongest frame. It could, but it would depend on what you think it has to do with it. Because that's a very broad term, the strongest frame wins. Okay, there's some Mexican chat in here that makes no sense to me. Uh, all I know is buenos dias. That's all I know. Ah, muchachos. All I know is buenos dias. Buenas noches. <laughs> Tia amo. Tia amo. Is that? No, I can't. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not schooled in the world of the Spanish. Uh, I'm not schooled in it at all. Uh, there's just not that many Latino people down here in Australia. Let's just be honest. It's not, not necessary for me to learn yet. Hits your night. Uh, Muskie said, he said, so. oh, Muskie said, Muskie said at ski, he said something along the lines of IE, when I allow myself to be free, I allow others to be free themselves. Then said the strongest frame wins. So the leading interact, so the, so leading the interaction into freedom. So Muskie just gave the specific of what I wanted ski to elaborate on. So well done, Muskie. Good job. And then Muskie saying, shit, Muskie, I'm so out of it today. Sean Jackson saying, very long story short, I divorced my ex a few, you, okay, this is, okay, Sean, that's got nothing to do with the point that we're talking about right now, but if there is a question there, I can rehash it in open Q&A. Uh, I'm just making sure it's not relevant to the point I'm talking about right now. I'm just reading through it. No, it's not. It's something completely different, different line. Thanks for putting it in, Sean, but not quite relevant to what we're talking about right now. Um... I can address it later in open Q&A though, for sure. Distraction saying, well, I have to try that. Usually I have to bring my friends to show my style, so to speak. What? What? No, no, definitely not my friend. Definitely my friend. No friend should be involved in a sexually intimate interaction between two beings. No, why? Because of signal interruption, signal interference, too much noise, too much noise of energy. No friends. Okay. Uh, Johnny says, sounds like you need to figure out. And okay, those two are talking to each other. Uh, Ski, more free. Dan Eric saying more. Okay, here we go. So we're finally getting some answers on this freedom thing. Did she become more or less free as a result of seeing my freedom? Ski comes in saying more free, exclamation mark. Uh, Eric then says more. She saw your, she saw you BF free. I think he just means she saw you be free. And have a good interaction. So worst case for her is she tries, fails, and then you come to the rescue. Hmm. Kakashi then comes in saying, more free, uh, more free after she has seen what happens when you give out good energy into the universe and expect nothing in return? Shit. Distraction then goes on to say, Dispens depends on the person, but I guess tensed up because she said that's not where she's... What? Depends on the person, but I guess tensed up. 
because she said that's not where she's at. Oh, okay. So you're saying, so Distracon is going in the opposite of the other two, saying that she actually got shut down because she's not there. She's not at that place yet. So seeing my outward demonstration of freedom actually put her away, actually made her go, nah, that makes her gets more tense. Ooh, distract on you're the you've thrown in a nice little wedge here or you've you've selected the option that would be the wedge good i like it when you guys because that's logical reasoning it's very logical mm, johnny then goes on to saying i don't mean tactically i i mean learning about just okay he's, guys try not to have conversations that are not relevant to what we're talking about right now please help me out in the chat please please Honigashimasu. i beg you uh, like stay focused on what we're talking about right here is what I'm saying like if you were in an actual classroom and you guys started having conversations about topics that aren't relevant to what we're talking about I throw you out of the classroom you're just lucky that I can't see it in real time um, so well, I do have a question uh, I think the idea that we should be very close yeah you guys talking about other things people in present uh, comic Tom 101 says, I dig the hair, you're looking good. Thank you, Tom. I've never seen you in this chat. Appreciate it. Uh, please try and answer the question, though. Vasky <laughs> uh, says, Vasky at Sean. No, you guys are often. Okay, stay focused, guys. Please stay focused. Oh, another World Bowl member has rocked up in this chat. Mason Spiteri is up in here saying, Greetings. Sorry for being late. Had outdoor chores. Good to have you, Mason. Yes, you're very late to this show. Uh, but good to have you here. Mason is actually the youngest member in the World Bowl. Uh, 15 year old great to have you mason great to have you here uh, i only check in with the world bowl once on a friday so if you've responded to the recent video challenge i haven't seen it yet but i'll see it this friday so good to have you here though good to, good to see the world bowl members getting up in the sesh uh johnny then going on to say so so she's more free to learn now that she's seen what she could do have been doing or had been doing um so it's basically three to one. Three of you think that she is more free as a result of seeing my freedom. And one of you thinks that she's more locked down as a result of seeing my freedom. So for those of you that said she's more free, you're correct. Distract on. I love that you selected the wedge option for a very logical reason. You chose, uh, I guess she tends, depends on the person, but I guess she tends to up. You guess that she tends to up because that's not where she's at. The reason why like you you could have been correct on a different day. Your your initial part of saying that depends on the person is very good. It's a nice little uh, hedge there because it's true. It's true. Some people, uh, some people get triggered when they're showing their own flaws. Definitely. But distract on. Do you think I would be out on a date with a girl like that who would get so triggered by saying that? Do you think I would have done a good enough job at selecting, pre-selecting for the people that I'm going to be with? Do you think that I would attempt to go and do the very thing that she said, just told me she's not comfortable with, if I thought she was going to get triggered by it and get tensed? That's that's where you've messed up. That's where you, that's where you haven't seen what the other guys maybe if they had seen, if they did, I don't know. But no, of course, the answer to that is no. If I felt that she was the type of person that would get tense, get locked down as a result of me going and doing the very thing she's not comfortable with, I wouldn't do it, right? Because then I'm not reading the person in front of me. I'm not being empathetic to that. But I knew she would be okay. I would. I knew. So for those of you that said that she would be, she actually became more free as a result of seeing your freedom. 
that is the principle behind the freedom effect. The principle behind the freedom effect is this, in which that when you go and do something that sets the new standard, the new barometer for what free means, which means that, and you show this to a woman throughout the entire day, which means that it's okay to interact with the customer clerks, with the uh, shop clerks, with the assistants, with random people on the street, random people in your environment. If you show her that's okay, she learns that's okay. So what happened? Let me continue the day. So after that, after that, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't, by the way, I didn't go back, back over to her, say like gloating and say, well, look how good I am. I'm just, I just took it in my stride and go, all right, I'll just move on actually. and go, okay, anyways, let's move. Let's go over here. So we get up and we walk. Now, something very interesting happens, my friends, which is that she, she starts to get extremely loose after that point. I mean, like physically, like we had already taken out, like when I go onto the grass, I always take my shoes and socks off, get connected. And uh, she had already been doing that. But, but now she was like walking through the entire garden, like crossing paths and shit with no uh, shoes on, not caring about what other people think. She was doing handstands, cartwheels, just randomly, just stand, start doing flip over handstands and shit, which when she rocked up on the date, she was walking too fast. Like she was walking three paces ahead of me. And I'm going, hey, slow down, relax. Like she was like, that's how nervous she was at the beginning. But now she's completely flipped. But it was directly after I had made a show of extreme freedom that she had become extremely free after that. And that's the freedom effect, which is why it's really important uh, when we think about things of, when you think about all the things we went through in this, this podcast, the field of presence, the communication, signal fidelity of attraction and comfort, this thing we're talking about here is just a measuring stick. It's just a really nice reference feedback. It's a feedback mechanism that you can use in your dates to ascertain where am I at? Where am I at with her? Because my friends, do you think that the freedom effect could be applied if everything else in this podcast hasn't been? If a proper field between the masculine and feminine energy that has been supplied with power of presence and that allows for the communication of attraction and comfort signals to be communicated between, if, if that isn't set up, do you think the freedom effect will work? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Because she, but it goes to the signal more specifically there of comfort. She has to feel comfort and comfortable with me. Yes, it is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I said before, for those of you that get confused on that, well, who are thinking that, well, presence is that the presence, that's what makes her attracted. That's what makes her comfortable. No, no, no. The things you do, the things you say, the things you allow for are what creates uh, attraction and comfort. And this was just a real world demonstration of it. The real world, the real world demonstration was that I got up and I led. I had a strong masculine frame. I stayed true to my intent. I said I was going to do what I was going to do. I went and did it unapologetically. I didn't care about what she thought. I wasn't going to back down on it because she wasn't going to do it. Strong, strength, strength, strength. Okay. When you can convey strength to a woman, it makes her feel at ease. It makes her feel comfortable. Signal of comfort gets communicated. She feels a little more comfort. She sees me interacting with others. They're having a great time. Reciprocal attraction symbiotic environmental attraction is a thing in which that, I guess other guys back in the day, you might know of this term called social proof, 
right? In which that if a woman sees you interacting with another woman, she becomes attracted just by the fact of seeing you being another woman's attracted to you. Yeah, okay, let's explain that a little bit more. What's actually happening? What's actually happening here is that a signal of attraction has been received between two people and that if in our example, specifically not in a bar, but in our example on a date in which that attraction between her and I was already established, already established, but now she can see that he's not just attractive with me or to me, he's attractive in general. It's a principle with him. Does anyone know what that means for comfort? Does anyone know what it means when when attraction is no longer just a micro but a macro? What does that mean for a woman's comfort? Does anyone know what that means? Put it in the chat. If I've been, throughout the date up until that point with her, if I had been able to communicate uh, pockets of attraction through my eyes, through touching her, through playing with her hands, through... Uh, making tons of funny present jokes because presence was allowed through uh, doing all these things. It goes on and on. But they've all been micros. They've all been things that I've done. Okay. But then I go and do this extreme show of freedom. And most importantly, with the people that I interact with in that freedom demonstration, that they enjoy it, that they are showing uh, reciprocation to it. It changes attraction from micro to macro. And what does that do for her comfort? When, when, a, when a woman can see that, oh, he's not just attractive in moments, he is attractive. He doesn't just do attractive things, he is attractive. Which means I can, which means for my level of comfort, finish that up. Because that's the end of this podcast, essentially. That's the that's to be the final thing. We just make sure make sure one of you guys are on with this. So, mm. okay. Mason Spatero come up saying, "Yeah, yep." Oh shit! Siddharth Nambia says, "More free." You're correct with that, Siddharth. Just struck on saying, got me there. Didn't think that far ahead. Sean Jackson, this is true. Uh, guys, stay focused. Please stay focused. Uh, Kakashi saying, you wouldn't be on the day two of a guy like that in the first place. Very good, Kakashi. Already got that up before. So I'm just trying to find where you guys are actually focused when you're relevant on the chat. Uh, this chat has been, you got, you, it's just been a couple of you. It's like you, it's like Sean, Jackson, Muskie, and Johnny, you're not staying focused. It's actually really annoying. Like, can you please focus? It's really hard to get through these chats when I'm trying to sift through things that are they relevant? Are they not relevant? Uh, yeah, distract on, I got you on the empathy. Distract on, said some things about loosening up the other person. Yeah, you were definitely correct though. Like, girls, some girls, if can if she's the type of girl you think is going to get triggered by you showing her the very opposite of what she wasn't willing to do, then don't do it. It's not being empathetic enough. Um, okay. Okay, so we finally got a relevant answer. That's not you guys just talking about things that are not relevant to what we're talking about right now. 
which is uh, Ski had come in saying, well, Sadaf had first said, completely agree with you here, mate. Uh, good. Ski. Ski saying, I don't know if it applies, but would it make her feel better about herself, in brackets ego, that she's being seen with a guy that is liked by people? She would have to be really, like, have, she would have to be skating on very skin ice, skin ice? (laughs) Very, (laughs) ski. She would have to be on very thin ice in terms of her self-esteem and self-confidence for her to think that, oh, I'll feel better about myself because I'm with a guy who other people like. Like, that's a very insecure girl, ski. Do you think I'd even be at this stage of a date with a girl like that? I would have weeded that shit out immediately. So there are, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, it definitely it de- I mean I disagree with you that it definitely doesn't apply to this girl, but it could apply to a certain type of girl. If a girl who's got very low self confidence, very weak emotionally, and just places all of her self esteem on the external, yeah, she might have that thought process. Definitely not this girl though. This girl is a bit more grounded than that. Okay. Distract on saying, cause I'm in my mind. I'm like, oh, cool. I can see. Help them ease up. Glad I subbed to you, bro. I'm always learning something new. Thank you. Good to have you, Distract on. You're, 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 for the most part, staying pretty focused. So thank you for being focused. Okay. Siddharth saying, hey, guys, I have a question. Okay, that's a completely random question that's not relevant to right now. Can get an open Q&A, though. Okay. Dan, Eric comes in saying, it means she can relax into that comfort with you and builds trust. Okay, finally, someone who's on the money. Finally, Eric. Thanks. Thanks for uh, for saving us here, Eric. Um, So Eric coming in saying, so what is it when I said to you guys, when a woman sees that you're not just attractive in a micro moment, but she sees that you are attractive as a macro being, aka, or i.e., as you are all day, every day, that you never had to become super sane. You always were super sane that you never had to turn on alpha masculinity. You were just always living that way. Right, when she sees this, when that signal of attraction is communicated, it was already in the diagram for you guys. It just it just needed it just needed something. Guys, why is it that in the diagram here that the signals from M to F go one way and the signals from F to M go the other? What that represents in the diagram is that if you have a clean signal of attraction communicated between two, then it allows for comfort to be communicated. But comfort should never come before attraction unless you wish to be her best friend. If you seek to be her best friend, if you seek to be the Mr. Nice Guy, if you seek to be the Mr. Puppy Dog Nice Guy, then you will get this backwards. You'll get this backwards in which that, in fact, this will be obsolete the top level signal won't even be there but why is it that top level signal is what for most of this podcast we've been talking about most and i've always been referring to attraction the attraction signal is what gives birth to comfort never the other way around never the other way around comfort when communicated exquisitely and high level execution will only give birth to great friendship to great to great puppy dog niceness. 
right? I've experienced this. I used to be that guy. I've coached so many clients in like this, in which that if you go, what does this look like a micro tactics? If you start an interaction in investment and you skip qualification, you will only become her friend. She will only see you as a nice guy. Okay. It's that's, that's what I'm saying. This is the final level principle of that's why in the title, it's not how to stimulate a woman's comfort and attraction. It's how to stimulate attraction and comfort. There is a very direct, clear principle in which that it has to happen in that order. Because when a woman sees that attraction is communicated, not just on a micro, he does attractive things, but no, he's an attractive guy. Then I can relax to which that Eric had finally nailed, in which that he said it means she can relax into comfort and builds trust. Yes. Yes. Building and all with a caveat of sexually polarized. Because you guys might think, but couldn't she build, couldn't she get comfortable and build trust of you and relax with you even if attraction wasn't there? Yeah, of course she could. And that, that, you know what that's called? That's called being a friend. That's called being a friend. That's called the shopping for lingerie that she'll wear when she's with another guy. Right? That's what that's called. But if you wish to have a truly sexually polarized interaction, you must first establish clean communication of attraction between you two and then allow for that birth of comfort to come through and finally just nail it in with a nice freedom demonstration. The freedom effect, the freedom effect and whatever which way you choose to demonstrate the freedom effect through, that's just the end. Like that's just the tie up. That's just what allows a good, okay, now I trust you. Because for those of you, let me hear you on the verse. What if, what if you left this bit out? What if you'd done everything in this podcast? You'd done everything in this podcast of erecting the field, which a lot of people aren't even at that stage of getting into the interaction, but you get into the field, okay? You set up the presence power supply. You connect to both of it. You do your very best to stop interfering with that and just allow that source to be clean, which then sets the field, gives birth to the field in which that signals could be communicated between the two. Fantastic. But what if you only ever communicated attraction and never went into comfort, never allowed for the building of comfort? What a cool guy. What a cool guy. Oh, that's that cool guy. That's that cool guy. What? Wait, but sexual intimacy? Going deep with him? Uh, I'm not sure if I trust him. I'm not sh- uh, uh, what if what if he just what if he just you know what if he cheats on me later on? What if what if he's like just actually not a really good guy? Or what if what if he uh, doesn't wear a condom? Or what? If, uh, too many question marks. No, I don't really trust this guy. What if my friends don't like him? No, what if my friends family doesn't like? Nah, no, don't trust this guy. I'm not comfortable with this guy. Can't relax. You can be the most attractive guy in the world. You could have done such a great job with the attraction and with maintaining, with setting up, setting up the field, setting up, setting up the field of presence, maintaining the presence to allow for attraction to be communicated. But if you do not allow for the birth and the re-communication, which comes underneath it, which actually cements the connection, ah, then it's, again, it's really all for nothing. The only girls that are going to let that pass are girls that are just looking for a wild night. And hey, if that's what you're looking for, fine. If you're it's just 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and a girl just, she's just an absolute demon, and she just wants to get pumped, she just wants the pumps per minute, the PPM, right? That You will meet girls like this. Uh, there's a guy in the World Bowl, the private Facebook group, shout out to B, 
who recently did a he did a video breaking down a session where he did like 20, 25 interactions. He met one of these girls. This is in the day. He met a girl that was just down. She was just willing to go of any masculine energy that was willing to lead her. And uh, and yeah, you will meet girls like that, that are just in that frame of life, in that frame of mind. And every girl has this within her, rampage mode for sure, within her, which that she just wants to have a time, right? Just wants to get pumped. However, most likely, if you're at night, there's going to be needing the aid of alcohol for a woman to get into that frame of space. If it's in the day, she just gonna have to got to be that time of month. It's got to. It's very rare. I've seen it on boot camp a couple times, in which a client met a girl that was just down straight down to Foxtown. That moment, right there, he wasn't equipped though at that time because, of course, he's on boot camp. He's a beginner, doesn't know how to act on those signals, and so comfort wasn't necessarily needed to be established. She was already comfortable just based on her, right? But guys, 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 and girls. Please look. I want to get as close as I get. Please look at how I've drawn it. From the attraction signal at the top, comes down underneath of comfort. And, and so reciprocates. In a circle. Circle of life. They feed into each other, but it starts one way, which is through attraction first. Right? You establish that attractive connection, just finish it off. That's all I'm saying here is that with a freedom effect demonstration in which that you show her that your attraction was not just one moment. Because you guys might be thinking, okay, this is great. I understand this. Just how do I do it? How do I, how do I actually apply this? You can do it in a thousand different ways. The principle is this. You can do it in a million ways. The principle is this. Don't just do attractive things. Be attractive. What does that look like? Make a clear demonstration that your attractive qualities are not just between you and her. That this is not just, oh, he's just, you know, he's just a really smooth, suave guy with girls. No, but actually, he fucking lights it up with the, with fucking Jack with the pump bottle and the Mountain Franklin. Uh, he, he, he lights it up with these three people on the bench. Right? And now, how do you know, my friends, how do you know that now she has received a fully connected attraction signal? And so now that she's fully comfortable, because she reciprocates the freedom. What happened after that in the story? When we went on walking, she started doing things with her body that looked like a different person compared to the girl I met at the beginning of the day. When she was like walking too fast and too frigid, so frigid in her body and her mind. Tight. She was tired in the mind. She was tired in the body, right? But then when she saw me be so free, to the perfect response from Eric, who said that she was able to relax, she was able to get comfortable, comfort and trust was built. Yeah. What did she trust though, Eric? Eric, what did she trust? She trusted that he's not just attractive in moments. He's attractive to altogether. He's not just attractive in moments. He's attractive altogether. And when a woman can see that, that's when the link, that's when the, the final piece gets put together. It's when comfort comes up and now you get a well-functioning circle. And now it's just circle where now attraction and comfort feed into each other. So she now the physical representation, the way that all you need to look at is did she become more or less free as a result of my act of freedom? Once that happens, then then you know you know, like you feel it, 
but it would be a real clear signal that, oh, okay, she's really comfortable now. Like if she, if I thought she was maybe a little bit comfortable before, no, she's really comfortable now. And now what is that signal? When a woman's super comfortable, what is that signal? Lead. Progress. If you haven't kissed her yet, should have at that point, depending on your chemistry together, now's a good time to kiss her. If you haven't been back, if now you are thinking about going back to your place, now's a good time to go back to your place. If now it's going up and just progressing the date to the next point of isolation, to go on to the food market, get someone to eat or go on to a different place, whatever, now's a good time to do that. You're looking for a signal of when a woman would be more receptive uh, to being led a little bit deeper into intimacy when comfort has been clearly reciprocated. Established and reciprocated. Fuck. There we go. So, my friends, what a session. Now, so we're going to have time for open Q&A, but that wraps it up. That wraps it up. This wraps up this uh, fundamental seminar on how to stimulate attraction and comfort. Definitely... Uh, it's definitely more advanced content, but I've made it, I've tried to be as noob friendly as possible with my explanations and with my questioning of you guys. So if you're an absolute beginner though, your mind should be fried. Your mind should be absolute noodle. You should be in noodle mode right now. And that's good. If a lot of what I'm saying right now doesn't really, like you logically get it, but in practicality, like you have no reference of this at all. It's good. It's fine. Take the next step. If just go back to this podcast and work out where am I at and where was the first thing that was new for me? Go and hone that. That's all you have to do in these podcasts. I make these podcasts to future proof you. Otherwise, that's why they're not 10 minute videos. I future proof you because I expect that uh, for those who are earnest, would actually go out and use this and that will actually be on the journey and that would need to come back time after time and learn the next thing. And learn the next thing. So. Okay, now we're open for. Like, let me just let me just really just let's let's just get the full summary right here. When we look at, got what's 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 the key? What's the key that balances masculine feminine energy? Presence. Okay, your ability to be present, her ability to be present. What does that give birth to? A field between the masculine and feminine energy, as your energy supply, which then allows the communication of signals, attraction, and then comfort to be communicated between the two. Fantastic. As long as you can maintain. Uh, little to no interference, which means that presence can always be the key driver. Then attraction can be communicated, which then means comfort can be received. And then just symbiotically reciprocal nature, just like a snake eating its own tail, just feeds into each other. Just boom, 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 boom. And hence sexual progression into deeper intimacy can be achieved. Yes. That's it. Uh, and then also, and also, by the way, there, we do, of course, talk about Tight, tight and loose tactics, tight and loose psychology and physiology. We did also talk about signal fidelity in terms of your communication, absolutely, and the freedom effect. That sounds like a pretty good podcast to me, actually. But I said we we're going to do open Q&A, and we will. Depends on how good the uh, open Q&A questions are, though. So I know a lot of open Q&A questions have been dropped. So for those who are not aware of this, also, by the way, if you have not dropped a thumbs up on this video, please do so. I'd most appreciate it. Uh, help support the video especially if you join the content. Just give a little love. So we're in open Q&A now, which means that now any questions based on anything, you've got your own personal context, got your own personal stories. Uh, you can just drop them in the chat and we'll get to it. Super chat questions get bumped to the top. So there were a lot of super chat questions. Uh, super, there was three super chats, but none of them were tied into questions. 
But I did say to the guys who dropped them, if you did have a question, just let me know. Now, guys, because there's been so much irrelevant chat in this, I'm not even going to attempt to go back up the chat to address, to try and sift through this to find questions. So if you have questions, go ahead and reiterate them now. That's why I say stay focused during the session because if you're going to start talking about things that aren't relevant, not only does it make it harder for everyone else to learn uh, because I've got to sift through your responses to the relevant point, but then also when it comes to open Q&A, it's so far gone, I can't even find it. So you really hurt yourself when you do that. So guys, just stay focused. And if you've got questions now, uh, rehash it, rehash it. I know... Johnny, I think the first one was from Johnny Nguyen, something to do about death. But uh, I'm not even going to attempt to find it. It's too far. There's so much that's been dropped in that's not even uh, because you guys have been talking back and forth. So Jay, if you still want me to address that question, rehash it now, redrop it now, just copy and paste. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll move on. Uh, here we go. Jay's dropping it here because I'm pretty sure Jay was one of the first. Uh, but if you did drop a super chat, uh, hold up. I can at least find the super chats. Yeah, it was Masaki and Dean and Eric uh, who had dropped super chats. They didn't have specific questions, but Masaki, if you had a specific question, feel free to drop it in now, and I'll address that. I'll address that after Johnny's because Johnny also dropped a super chat. I'll address you two first. Uh, Musk, if you have something new. And if you have dropped a question earlier on, but it just got lost, uh, go ahead and re- re-drop it in here. Okay. Oh, but actually there was some stuff that I had... There was some stuff that you guys had said uh, in reference. I'm just going back up here, guys. Just track on. means that your world is open. Hey, you're the culminator to my Simon. Yeah, I do know that reference. Good and Ligon. That's deep. I love a good and right, good and Ligon reference to strike on. Uh, so I'd asked you guys, what did it mean for comfort? But the reason why I didn't read the rest of them is because Eric had already nailed it. So yeah, Jose said it means your world is open. It's true. It wasn't the exact point, but it's true. Uh, referring to sexual escalation, allowing to be more free, exploring a comfort level. Eh, kind of. I mean, I've already explained all this stuff now, so we're going to, we're going to move past this. Okay, just getting down here. Okay, like I said, guys, just rehash your questions. If you, Johnny Muskie will go first and then we'll get to it. Let's do it. Who, where did, where'd you go? Where'd you go, Johnny? Okay, so Johnny had a question. It's just this lighting, this lighting. It, it feels like I'm in actually in a, it's like fucking nighttime in here. Oh man, but it's better than derailing the content. I'm so I apologize for earlier on when I was derailing the content to fix this lighting. But you actually need to be able to see me. This is uh this is rare though that the lighting is this strange. Okay, that's a lot better. Okay, uh, so Johnny had a question on dark thoughts. Johnny says, "I was actually sitting with dark thoughts to see how well I could accept the loss and death of myself." family, and loved ones. I had trouble accepting the pain and being okay. In that moment, in that moment, 
So I shut off as many programs as possible until I reached just presence and darkness. And in that moment, I just started laughing. Thoughts? I'm pretty sure I'm not a psychopath. Ah, now I get it. I get now I see where the psychopath thing came in. And then he said, I'm pretty sure I'm not a psychopath, but I'm most likely... But I most likely acknowledged something light within the dark situation to trigger and said laughter as rehashed. So Johnny hasn't actually got a question. He just said thoughts. I'd be so what do you think you were laughing at? Are you, were you laughing at Johnny, are you saying that you were laughing at the light within the dark? And that was the trigger to the laughter? Is that what you're saying? I think that's what you're saying. Um Sorry, my thoughts on that. I think I said in the last social Q&A that if it wasn't the last social Q&A, it was maybe in a different video on Instagram or something in which that, no, I think it was last social Q&A, in which that there's a certain stage in your journey when you start to meditate on death. And it's really important. It's a really important focus uh, to have at a certain when you're ready for it. Once you've really developed your basis of light, it's really important to then go into the darkness within. And one of the first points being attachment to others especially loved ones and the death of them and the death of yourself, of course. And so your thoughts on laughing at the darkness, I mean, unless I mean, to the point of you saying that I most likely acknowledge something light within the dark and that was your laughter. I can't say that I can relate to that. I can't say that I've, I've laughed uh, at my realizations behind the darkness. I can see where it would come from though. Personally, it's not something that I've experienced. Typically with myself, when when I've unpacked having to go through the visualizations of my mom, my dad, my brother, uh, brothers, step-siblings, romantic partners dying, trying to visualize that in a really horrific way as well. Uh, it's normally, I'm just left with peace. I'm not normally left with laughter, normally with peace. Uh, but I can see where your point of saying the laughter, you started laughing because you saw saw some light within it. I can see where that would be. Maybe if you're saying that the light was that, oh, maybe my attachments are so frivolous that actually we're all one and that their death is not what I thought it was. You could see how laughter would manifest out of that. I wouldn't say you're a psychopath though. I wouldn't say it's something to be worried about, Jay. That's okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Moving on to the next question. Uh, okay, so Distracon is just interesting here, just on this line. Distracon has said at, at Johnny, dude, if you're dealing with death, then you're probably not straight in the mind at the moment. For the rest of this year, just kick it with your friends. It'll do a lot for you because my dad passed two years ago. And I didn't really get over it till a year later. And having the guys around to make some new memories really helped. Johnny said he's not dealing with that at the moment. This is a meditative practice. And then Strachan says, oh, that's okay. Well, I'll just leave that there for anyone who needs it. So to Strachan, I think everyone uh, needs their own journey, has their own journey to deal with death. Uh, for example, when my best mate, and brother in the journey and mentor in many ways, Matt, uh, when he passed away, both Jordan and I, as for my world bowlers knows, I put the video in the group, 
that very night or the next night we went down to the beach and we had our conversation with the universe conversation with Laozu, conversation with the moment conversation with matt and came to deal with his death and we were the only ones that as i've always said in many podcasts when i've described the story when I, when we were at matt's funeral we were the only dry eyes in the house and uh not because we had blocked it away not because we didn't know how to deal with it but because we we're the only ones that had de- dealt with it in that time span we had come to understand who Matt was and who Matt's true nature was, and so that there was no uh, there was no near no need for sadness or for pain, and that it was all joy, it was all light, it was all love, and that when we walked around the casket at the end, where everyone throws rose petals in the casket, both of us uh, were smiling, both smiling, radiating with intense joy, because we knew who Matt was, and Matt wasn't his physical body. And Matt was always, was never going to leave us. Matt was always with us and still is to this day. And so we had already dealt with our separation from other beings and learned to see everyone as one. And so, but everyone's journey is that, and we would never force that on anyone else at that funeral. Everyone, if, if people need to deal with pain and they feel a sense of loss, it's like when people say, I'm sorry for your loss. When people said to me, when Matt passed away, I'm sorry for your loss. I say there's no loss. There's no loss. There's only a gain here. I've only learned, I've only grown, and that Matt was never something to be owned. So there's no loss. So there is never a loss uh, when something passes away. And so we can go into deep philosophy of this, but this journey, all I'm trying to say here is distract on, which is that everyone has their own journey and that Jordan, Jordan and I had reconciled Matt's death within a couple nights and came to real peace and real harmony with it. And uh, allowed him allowed that experience to be something that moved us forward and grew us uh, very quickly. But for other people, some of my friends still haven't done the work necessary to come to that realization, and nor should they be forced into that realization. That's their journey. That's their journey. And whatever journey you're on, that's the journey you're on. Okay. So moving on to the next one. So Jose has dropped a super chat of 50 Mexican pesos saying great job as usual. Thank you very much, Jose. I really appreciate that. Thank you for your super chat. It goes to support this channel. Now, Jose, I noticed you had been saying a lot of very non-relevant things in this chat. You were also part of the unfocused. So do you have a follow-up question? Okay, yes, he's dropped a question below that. Hold up though, hold up. Maski had dropped a, qu- a super chat before you and I said I'd, I'd answer a question for him. So Maski's question, don't worry Jose, yours will come after. So Maski had dropped the first super chat before that saying, question, can you elaborate on how the comfort is built underneath the attraction? Can you clarify how it's tied to investment and how it leads into the close? Maski, were you not listening? I did a whole section on this. And I think you were one of the guys that was not focused talking to other people uh, in this chat. So when you say, can you elaborate on how comfort is built underneath the chat? I literally went step by step through that. Like I literally went through it. Like, so I'm going to say you need to rewatch that section. Because I'm I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to rehash that for all the people listening on the podcast, or people live, people in post, but like they're all thinking. But 
he didn't he just go through didn't he just go through how when attraction is not just a micro but is a macro then gives birth to trust and comfort because then she can trust that you are a solidified being in one whole piece didn't he just didn't he just go through that didn't he just show that through a demonstration of freedom that she's then allowed to be free that's the freedom effect that that allows for comfort you see what i'm saying here okay so this has already been very well fleshed out (laughs) so thank you but no thank you i will not be readdressing that appreciate your presence i guess although you probably weren't present because you didn't mess you didn't get that bit i don't know where you're at but you didn't get that bit okay so moving on to jose's uh super chat saying great job as usual uh he says how to keep present if crazy ideas keep popping in brackets example she is a close friend from my close friends in brackets which is the day i'm going in two days so the question is how to keep present if crazy ideas keep popping so jose i'm not going to flame you the way that i just flown to masaki because i know you weren't here for the entire super ch- uh entire session but again, I have already addressed this in this session. I spent an entire, probably 15 to 20 minutes on a concept known as uh, signal fidelity, which refers to the accuracy in which that signals can be communicated, which comes down to, uh, for those of you that remember, column A and column B of how much time, how much experience do you have in operating in clean presence? in which that you do not have interfering programs, such as limiting beliefs, such as negative self-perception or egoic attachments, right? You're telling me here in your super chat that the programs you're operating, that you believe that are going to be operating, which crazy ideas popping in your mind, is that she's a close friend from your other close friends. So why is that an issue, Jose? Why is it an issue that if she's a close friend of your close friends? It shouldn't be. Why would you allow that to intercept your clean presence and clean supply of presence to the interaction. Shouldn't be, unless you're insecure, unless you haven't done a certain better work inside yourself. So when you ask about how to keep present, if crazy ideas keep popping, well, what you need is an adequate balance of time spent in actual presence versus time spent in crazy idea mode, aka logical thought processing. Because if most of your time, and I'm not going to, we've already been through this, but I know that Jose wasn't there for this bit. So I'm going to say it real quick. But we've, Jose, we've, you just have to go back to this session. I already spent a good bit of time on this. That if your default mode is crazy ideas popping in your mind, as aka logical thought processing, as in you've got so many programs open up in your mind, yeah, good luck trying to be present with someone. But if your default mode, or if not equal mode, is presence, then it makes it really easy to just tap into the present moment and just be there with her. And I did a, I actually did a physical demonstration here of the guys in this chat in which that I literally just went into that mode then and there. I can do it at will. When you get practiced in the reps of spending, if not as much time, but more time in absolute presence and not in logical thought processing, it becomes very easy to just dip in, to just disconnect from logical thought and just to be there with her, right? And that's what I love. That's what I love about going on a day with a girl. That's what I love about experiencing of new women, uh, which is why I love casual relationships at this stage in life for me, which is that I love that dance. I love that getting to feel the reciprocal nature, which Musky was asking about, of attraction leading into comfort. Because when, when that attraction and comfort wheel is going, 
when it's going and it's good, your ability to tap into full presence and for these crazy ideas not to pop up in your mind. It's just like, it's default. It's, it's child state. It's natural state because that's what we're all born into. For the first five or six years of your life, uh, and not, not just that, but so definitely that first five or six years of your life, logical thought processing was at such a minimum. But for your first nine months of conception and inception in this world, logical thought processing wasn't even available to you. Right? You were just being, you were just being in the womb. So we all know this, it's all within us. We just have to do the work, which is what you're asking about, to be able to get back, uh, not just get back, but to re-access what it means to no, get back, but re-access is a better way of saying it. Re-access your abilities, your dormant ability to be able to tap into what's here and now. So you've got crazy ideas popping about limiting beliefs or negative self-perceptions or egoic attachments about close friends of close friends. You need to do the work of calming down and being able to breathe. Of being able to let go of yourself. Because that's just Jose talking. Jose is not required. Jose, you're not required in this. In this diagram of masculine to feminine and the field of energy or presence set up that allows the signals and communication of attraction and comfort between the two, nowhere in this diagram is sense of self. Nowhere here. It just says M and F referring to masculine and feminine. But there's no Adam here. There's no Jose here. Why is it in none of the diagrams, guys, that ego has been introduced? Because he's not required. Your ego is not required for the transcommunication of attraction and comfort. What is required is presence because that is, in fact, the fuel source. That is your supply. That supplies this entire dance. So, Jose, when you say that, when you're worried about these close friends of close friends, that's just Jose getting in the way. Let go of Jose and you'll be free to act without limit. And I'll leave that one there. Go do that work. So, distract on then goes on saying, okay, so... Next question. Was there a super chat question I messed over? No, I don't think so. Okay. So now that we've gone past the super chat questions, it's just open Q&A now. So I'll do a few more here. I'll do a few more open Q&As and then we're going to finish up. And then we're going to, this will be, I'll give you maybe five more minutes. I'll do about five more minutes. Okay. Distractoron says, I think he's laughing at the fact that he's meditating about death when he could just be chilling out, having snacks or something low. No, Distractoron, you're really far off of that. What he's laughing about is seeing the true nature of life in which that when you see the light within death, it is something that brings joy. So I, th I think you're not quite operating on the same level of what we were talking about there. It's okay though. It's fine. Uh, Johnny then saying, that's it, good. Hearing that you smiled at Matt's funeral, hit the nail. Yeah. Uh, literally, friends to my left, friends to my right, Matt's parents, distraught. Everyone else, distraught, just, you know, lost themselves. But Jordan and I were just, we looked at each other several times throughout the uh, funeral and also particularly walking around the, the casket. And we just, just absolute joy, absolute light because we both got it. We both had the same walk on the beach the previous night to talk with Matt uh, up in the clouds, up with the moon. And we just both got it. We both understood who Matt really was. And when you understand the true nature of life, there is an overwhelming sense of peace and harmony when death arrives because you really, you really sense that you understand what actually died. 
Yes, the ego of Matt died, but Matt's true nature never left. It was never even born. Never left, never born. So I'm glad that you can say that, Jay. Yeah, and a laugh of gratitude. Yeah, absolutely. Maski saying lol. Kakashi saying lol. R-E-I-P. Maski saying F. Swear I was there. Oh, that was that. Okay. Yeah, you got to stay focused, mate. Uh, Siddharth saying, dude, my question that I had a little earlier. Yeah, as I said, Siddharth, you have to just copy and paste it because there's too much chat. There's, there's too much chat. You have to repaste it. Repaste it. So I've got a few more minutes. If you want to copy and paste your question, just copy and paste it. If I get to it, I get to it. Okay. Um, the self saying, what time frame are you in? It's currently 1.47 p.m., my friend. <laughs> Sean Jackson saying, I think I need to watch your videos as you probably covered my question. Basically, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to stop just hooking up with unattractive women. I'm finally going for quality over quantity. Okay. Okay, Sean. So that's not a question, but just one thought on it is this. I think there's an issue that comes before that, which is you should probably altogether just try and stop trying to hook up in general. I would say you have a very intense focus on the external get, aka receiving external validation in the form of sexual intimacy with different females and i would have you focus on developing yourself as a man and have you focus on your 50 on becoming a direct congruent authentic male that is a being of supreme excellence become excellent first yourself become excellent in social dynamics become excellent in maintaining presence in all these different things i've talked about okay focus on you first don't worry about who you're trying to hook up with all right let's let's stock you up first and then you'll find that you never even needed to focus on who you were getting. It is the focus on who you were becoming. Skate coming in then saying, Adam, I noticed over summer going out. Skate, summer was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. I know you've been in lockdown. Skate's last memories of going out was in summer, but due to lockdown, he hasn't been going out since. I'm just playing. He says, Adam, I noticed over summer going out, I grew a bit of a big head. And overconfident sometimes. When I'm able to, when I'm able, buy I go out again. I think what? When I'm, a, I think you. When I'm, I think he means when I'm able to go out again in a few weeks. How would I go about meeting people again? But balance, confidence. Hope this made sense. He then went on to say, like I create an identity with meeting people, and I feel like some people around me don't like it. Yeah, at your stage in the journey, Ski, in which that you're not unconsciously competent, and I'm not even sure how deep you are into conscious competence. I'm not even sure if you are consciously competent. Uh, in fact, no, you're not. You're definitely not consciously competent because based on our session that we had, uh, don't forget, there's an email summary I sent you. Let me get you the bloody title. Let me get you the title. Hang on a second, guys. I'm just getting an email up here. I'm in the wrong box. I'm in the wrong fucking box. That's why. Uh, here we go. Ski, there was an email I once sent you titled Eyes Up, Move Towards. In which that... 
in which that I gave you a seven-day challenge. The fix, action, the intent to learn to focus on who I want to be and not who I don't want to be. Engage a seven-day challenge of direct day interactions. Set aside a solid one-hour block and mark start point, e.g. Federation Square, steps, 5 p.m. Engage a minimum of 10 interactions. Audio record all interactions. Break down in journal at the end of the day. Number one, positive improvements to make, of course, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So rinse and repeat for seven days straight. So that's how I know you're not in conscious competence if we had to talk about that. So to your point here, the reason why I brought this up about getting a big head about confidence is perspective on where you are in the journey. Getting a bit uh, above yourself, always center yourself on what I need to learn. If you ever feel like you're getting a little too high, yeah, if you're starting to feel yourself a little bit too much, just remember what you need to learn. Okay. Now you've asked me about that's good mentality. Now in terms of actions, you then asked how would I go about go about meeting people again when you return? Well, unless you've completed that seven day challenge I gave you, that would be the first thing you need to do. That's the first thing I would do because that's the work that we had discussed last time that we had talked. So that's the first thing you need to do. And then you receive the results of that action block and then you re uh, you course correct based on there. So whenever I set 30-day challenges for clients, if that's not the be-all, end-all. The 30-day challenge is to get us uh, real-world feedback and evidence and, and uh, results so that we can refine the map, refine the path, so we know more specifically, where do you need to focus? What do you need to do? For you though, because I remember for that session, your mentalities were a little far off and that you were focused on a moving away mentality rather than a moving towards mentality. You need to fix that up first. And that should ground you. Like that should humble you. If you're not consciously competent or unconsciously competent, you shouldn't have that much to be having a big head about or to be confident about. If you don't know, I remember you really struggled with qualification as well, remember? In our session, I don't think that's changed much, has it? So if you're still struggling with qualification to investment, you've got a lot to learn. Humility. Be humble about what I need to learn. Yeah? Good question, though. Uh, Jose? Jose coming and saying thanks. I need to dive deeper. No worries, Jose. It's true injection. Just be so... <laughs> this guy called The Self keeps asking about the time zone. Uh, I'm currently operating on uh, Adelaide, South Australia time zone. I think it's GMT 9.30. Or if that's it during daylight savings, it might be GMT uh, 10, GMT uh, 10. But you just type in Adelaide. I think it's GMT 9.30 plus. Adelaide time zone. Are we at GMT 10? No, we are. That's what I thought. Adelaide, South Australia, GMT plus 9.30. That's it. Okay. Uh, Ski, it's not a silly question. Distract on, never left, never born. Okay, now I'm getting it. Good, distract on. Kakashi says, roots before fruits. Musky says, it's summer right now in the States. Sean Jackson, Sean Jackson, thank you. That makes total sense. I seek sexual validation. No worries, Sean. Ski says, be looking up, not down. Yep. Siddharth. Okay, so Siddharth has, I might make this the last question. Siddharth has said, this journey that you've been mentioning, I'm eager to start it. I'm so eager, to am so eager to start it. But there are some insecurities that are stopping me. Follow up question below. Hey guys, I have a question as to what women think of guys' nipples because I'm a pretty fit 22-year-old 
but I'm a bit insecure of what a girl would think of them, which has prevented me from having sex. Thoughts? What? What are you talking about? Are you being, is this legit? Are you being real with me? Like, you're not just like fucking with me. This seems like you're fucking with me. This doesn't seem right. This seems like you just, this is like a troll. This is like a troll question. What are you talking about? What women think of guys' nipples? Okay, let me ask, let me just separate that as a question on its own. What do go, what do girls think of guys' nipples? Uh, they don't. They they don't think about guys' nipples. I have never been with a single girl that has said to me, "Has you ever commented like in her first sexual experience on my nipples?" Now, unless there was something outrageous, like you got frying pan nipples. That would be something for her to comment on. Is that is that what you're talking about? Because based on what you've said here, it's like there's no reason. Like that's why it doesn't make sense. It's why I think you're trolling me. Because I feel like I'm getting trolled here. Because there's no reason. Like a girl, I was with a girl the other night, and she's just like, "I love your shoulders out. I love how 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 uh, much you know pillowy your shoulders are when they're relaxed." You know, they're so soft, Adam. Your shoulders are so soft. And she wouldn't just she wouldn't stop talking about my shoulders. Admittedly, it was the one genetic gift that I did receive from my father, which is that yes, I have nice shoulders, I have broad shoulders, and she'll comment on that. But but she's not thinking about it. It's just like a thing in the moment where she goes, she's like, "I like your shoulders." Like if you have a particular body part that is outstanding, like you got a set of glutes on you, you got a set of buns on you. And a, a girl, but a girl's not going out there thinking like, hmm, what was his butt like? Or what was his buns like? What was his shoulders like? Like girls aren't going home to each other saying like, hmm, what was all the physical features and a breakdown of the attributes or the physical attributes, all right? They're not doing that unless there is something abnormal, okay? Let me let me relate to you. Okay, Sadaf, now I'm going to just check. I feel like you're trolling me here. Like this just seems like comment says, like, what are we talking about here, guys? I don't want to end a social Q&A on this. Uh, okay, scared then come and say, honestly, can't not, cannot wait to do this that challenge. Been waiting for months. Yeah, scared, just do the challenge. Do the challenge. Distraco and say, it's a Darth, you're already on the journey, homie. Journey men say, Adam, do you think it's possible to become addicted to presence and abhor and abhor do you think you mean abort or abort logic mode? I've never even seen that word, abort logic mode. Uh, depends what you mean by abort. Uh, interesting question there, though. I'm, I would like to, I'll end the QA on that question because like, that's a legit question. Wait, but then Sadaf then comes in saying, it's legit, bro. Kakashi's saying, I'm dead. You're not dead. Sadaf's <laughs> saying, I'm not fucking with you. What? I'm kind of sorry that it sounds trivial. It's not that it sounds trivial. It just doesn't sound, it's just not common sense. Like the the way that you phrased it, there would have to be, you'd have to say that there was, you have to tell me why you're concerned concerned with your nipples. But that wasn't your question. Your question was just nipples in general, which I have to give you a flat out no to that girls are not concerned. (laughs) Right? They're not. Uh, I tell you this though, I tell you this though, that that girl is with a... uh, on Saturday, she know, she knows this is a straight compliment to her. She had a set on her. She had a set on her. That's something she should be very proud of. Very proud of. Uh, 
I said I have all due respect, Ali. I said I have all due respect, which is that, yeah, absolute set. It's absolute set. Absolute set. Like, above average set. Above average. I've been with some girls and, yeah, absolute set. <laughs> uh, and I think you know that as well, of course. That's why you wear a crop top. Otherwise, you would not have been wearing a crop top. So, don't, you know, you know you're nodding right now. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I was wearing a tank top that had slightly cut off sleeves. I know I got some shoulders, and I know you got you know you got a set. So let's not play games here, Ali. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so let's move on here. Uh, where are we at? Okay, so now I said that it sounds kind of trivial, and then, yeah, but it's, it's not that it's trivial, it just didn't make sense. And then Johnny Wen said, all due respect, I absolutely can't right now. Yeah. Yeah, I can't either. Kakashi said, Sid, please elaborate, lol. Yes. Thank you, Kakashi. Distraction says, sounds just weird enough that it might be legit. Sean, Sean saying, passing out, have a good one. Uh, thanks for following up with your thoughts and questions. I'm going to take a deep dive into content. It'll be touched soon or some live video content. No worries, Sean. Thank you for being here. Uh, if you are going to join a live session next time, please stay focused on the content. Um, if it gets, if it gets bad enough, like if this happens again, I'll, I'm not afraid to kick you guys out of the chat. If it derails the podcast enough, I'm going to say this right now. Some of you really, uh, actually, if it's like, I'm okay with you guys having like a little, back and forth of each other if it's relevant to what we're talking about. But a good deal of this, when I go to review this session, I know that a good deal of this chat was not relevant to what I was talking about to the point where Masaki asked a question that was clearly covered. And I know that he was not, uh, he was one of the guys who was not present with it. So, because guys, you're here in the live chat, but you know, that's a, that you got to honor that. That's a privilege. There are guys that would like to be here in the live chat that aren't because it just doesn't not feasible because of time that this is a podcast that people listen to and post that people want to learn from. So if you guys are constantly fucking around in the chat, it's really not conducive to what the point of the podcast is. If you guys want to fuck around and have a chat, just go talk on your own. Right? Don't bring it here. That's one thing I, that I cannot, that I cannot accept is, uh, disrespecting other people's ability to learn. So, I just get Siddharth, the only follow-up here. Siddharth saying, I ain't trolling nobody. It was a legit question. Thanks for answering it, though. What? Okay, so Siddharth, is it, listen, listen. If you're saying it's a legit question that you're really worried about your nipples, there must be some reason why. For whatever the reason is why. But let me say this, let me say this for you. I had a client who flew across the world from New York to Australia, you can actually go watch the damn video because I left it up. It's one of the only bootcamp recaps that I have left on the channel after getting rid of all my infield and all of my day two recaps or bootcamp recaps. But one of them remains, right? And it is called an instant date with a birth deformity. This is a client who flew across the world from New York down to Melbourne, Australia to take my day game bootcamp. Doesn't have a left hand. Well, it's basically just deformed. It's like an it's like it's like a stub essentially with a couple of little points out coming out of it. That that video, the lesson in that video was this: the power of your social dynamics transcends your physical prowess. 
The power of your social dynamics transcends your physical appearance. If your social dynamics are so good and you're so grounded in yourself, it doesn't matter what physical affliction you have, whether you have frying pan nipples or no nipples at all, or a third nipple or a second thumb or a deformed left hand or no left leg, whatever it is, if your ability your ability to erect this, right? The dance between the masculine and feminine energy to be able to supply present energy into the field that would allow for a communication of attraction and comfort between you and this woman. If you were, if you were so good at that, I don't even care what, what's going on with your nipples. The girl doesn't give a shit. It doesn't give a shit, okay? And most importantly, she only cares if you do. If you make your nipples such an issue or whatever deformity you have such an issue, she's going to feel that. Strongest frame wins. You're not free. You haven't learned to let go of yourself, so neither can she. Learn to let go of yourself. Accept yourself if it is a deformity. Okay? You've got one shot in this existence as this body. Honor that. You're very rare and very lucky to be alive. Honor that. There have not been that many human beings in the world. And as I've always said, we don't exist anywhere else. And neither do trees, for those who get that reference. Okay, so I'm going to start to wrap this up here, my friends. We've already gone past four hours. Uh, uh, is there anything? Actually, that was actually a pretty good wrap-up. People saying, could it go? No, no, let's a question regarding first-time interaction. Your example, how the situation on day two, so it didn't click. Uh, but it's not the same. Oh, you're talking about... No, I, no the principle applies, Muskie. And I did address that. I definitely addressed that. Muskie was saying that, in all honesty, his question was regarding a first-time interaction in terms of how attraction relates to comfort. Uh, however, the situation I was using related to isolation... In, in a date. That's true, it does. That, that was the example I was using. But I also said within that quite deeply that uh, the principle applies. And the principle does apply. It is the same. The answer does extrapolate to both. It's just that if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't get that. So, uh, Johnny had just dropped, there's one question that Johnny had dropped that I want to just rehash. Oh, that will finish the session on. It was before the nipple stuff. Johnny had said, Adam, do you think it's possible to become addicted to presence and do away with logic mode or abhor logic mode? Uh, so it depends on the stage that you're talking about. Or it depends what you're talking about in general, actually. So what you're fundamentally describing there, it depends how you deep you want to go over, Johnny. You can talk about that in terms of my uh, what I refer to as the paradox of life, the ultimate paradox of life, which is the difference between the world of the trees and the world of the cities aka connecting to your true nature or using an ego to interact with this user interface known as life and modern day society. You can get very deep with that. And which what do you want what do you want to live more in? Do you want to live more in the world of the trees or more of the world of the cities? That's something that you've got to make a decision for yourself. If you're talking about a micro interaction of getting addicted to presence within it and so that you just completely forget about the logical mindset of having to lead the interaction make decisions to get on the bus, make decisions to go back to her place or your place or read the logistical understanding of what's happening here. You, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's what I call in my system of going out at night, a free-falling at night. It's a three-stage system. Number one, getting to altitude, aka elevating emotional state. Stage two, free-fall. What you're discussing there is free-fall. And in free-fall is when you jump out of the plane 
and you enter that absolute state of presence with a girl in which you just lose yourselves, child state, have fun, right? Just really connect in that way. But you don't stay in free fall forever, do you? You got to pull the shoot at some point. You got to come into stage three of skydiving at night, which is the landing. Stick the landing. Stick the landing is logistics. Stick the landing is making sure her friends are taken care of, is making sure her logistics are taken care of, your logistics are taken care of, getting into the Uber, getting into the car, etc. Um, and if you get addicted to, to free fall, your interactions with women at night never go anywhere. Same in the day, just that the, the analogy is specific for the night. But if you get addicted into um, lotus mode during the day, lotus pond, and you're just there in that presence and you forget to keep leading and keep progressing it, then for sure you uh, then things never progress. Now I don't want to. I'm literally about to eject urine out of my urethra. Give me one second. <laughs> oh man! Shit! Shit. Joey, the reason why I was like tiptoeing and moving side to side during my answer to your question then is because I was, you just hear that piss? That was like a, that was a fucking flow of urine that was just about to come out. That's the segment that, that's when you know I've almost had probably two liters of water just in this session. Oh, this feels so much better. Shit. Okay. So, um, yeah, in the micros, in the micros of interactions, you definitely got to make sure that you pull out of, free flow that you pull out of in the day it's free flow in night out of free fall it's not beautiful uh, i didn't even work that out just until just now you definitely got to uh, pull the shoot and get into logistics just enough to continue the presence this is something johnny that i discussed with uh tam on a podcast in eternal energy in which that i discussed how you only need enough logicality in an interaction to be able to ensure more presence can be had if you forget all logicality, right? You're not even like you. You don't even give yourselves a chance to get into a deeper space together. So you do have to progress the interaction logically at some point, but only just enough so that you're able to be able to have the time back on your bed, back at the time, back in your couch, back at the time on the rug down in front of the Aladdin or whatever, you know. Okay, so ah. Uh, Okay, so we'll wrap it up here. I'll just see if there's any more comments, but I won't answer any more questions. If you guys haven't already, please drop a thumbs up on this video if you're enjoying this content. It's been an absolute session. Uh, <sighs> nice Mac, a girl that has a boyfriend is flirting me. What should I do? Okay, not for now. Nice Mac, come back next session or just hit me up on Instagram. Uh Thanks for a good session, Siddharth. No, uh, thanks for a good session, man, from Siddharth. Thank you for being here, Siddharth. 
Thank you for this video. And I'll see if That's fine. Kashi says, the trees. That's right. Trees. Ski saying, legendary session as usual. Thanks for being here, Ski. Jose, Jose saying, thanks for the session. Apologize for the mess. No problem. Thank you for being here, Jose. Uh, everyone's saying, everyone's saying, thank you. Kashi saying, bruh. Joey saying, I admire the commitment. Musky says, lag. Uh, says, ah, uh, yeah, mate. Yep. In capitals. Where are all these yeah, mate, yeahs coming from? Uh, Kakashi say, yeah, mate, yep. There's a lot of yeah, mate, yeahs coming up in here. Uh, Joey says, saved up the P. Kakashi out the case says, yeet. Well, big long yeet. Joey says, thanks for the answer. I do appreciate the micro point, but please dive into the macro point at some point. Yeah, the ultimate paradox of life. I think I have actually, in many podcasts, gone into it. I haven't made an entire podcast about it. The ultimate paradox of life. I've definitely done a bowl sip on it. But yeah, okay, we can hit that up in another time for sure. And uh, Kakashi saying thank you so much for today. All right, so thank you, Kakashi. So everyone who's been chucking in yeah, mate, yeps at the end there, I think they were just honoring the fact that I've literally down dropped two liters worth of urine in this session in two different moments. Uh, thank you guys for being here. And yeah, just a rehash here. This is the first social Q&A in which World Bowl members were actually operating in it together. Johnny Nguyen, Kakashi... Uh, Mason was up in here at a certain stage. Ski, of course. Um, I think you were the only guys that were in the World Bowl that were up in here. Uh, was there anyone else? Don't think so. I think that was it. But anyways, uh, that's just the private bowl Facebook group. And if you guys have not been aware of what that is, you can uh, just see on the channel. It's like two videos ago. And there will be uh, there will be an intake this week. There's already one new member who's going to be accepted. I'm already quite sure on him. I had to deny someone else just the other day. But uh, if you would like to send in an application for membership, do it before this Friday and you might get into this intake. So with that being said, that's where the session's wrapped up. And yeah, you guys, your presence, it means everything to me. Your super chats, it's really grateful. I'm very grateful for it. And until next week, this is a great kickoff to season five. I wish you guys the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao. That was clean. That was another clean one. <laughs> Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one-on-one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast. Uh, donation link all of that's tremendously appreciated and i'd also love your feedback on this session whether you want to actually i'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual youtube videos itself if you go into youtube drop your comments there that's probably the best way it really just helps support the channel and i always uh, i actually source the next episodes of social q a from the previous episodes of q a i often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there so if you've got a suggestion for a future social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here, and that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.